Welcome to the Firearms Trainers Podcast, part of the ConcealedCarry.com network. This is Season 5, Episode 15, published on June 13th, 2023. This episode, we'll be talking to Steve Burnett and Bill Wall about training aids. I'm your host, Rob Beckman. Sit back and relax for this week's interesting episode. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at the FTA, the Firearms Trainers Association. Visit their website at ftaprotect.com to learn more about their instructor coverage they offer and their competitive pricing. All certified instructors can apply for FTA coverage. Remember, listeners of the podcast get 10% off by entering promo code FTP10 at checkout. This episode is brought to you by Palm Pepper Spray. Palm has been an innovator in pepper spray technologies for several generations and continues to deliver the best formula in the best delivery system. Palm sells inert, water-filled units for instructors to utilize in training scenarios to help students understand the delivery system and train for those defensive scenarios. Palm is available in belt clip, keychain, and snap quick-release systems. Palm is the smallest half-ounce personal carry unit available on the market. Palm's flip-top dispensing system raises the standard for performance and safety with the strongest legal formula in 10 seconds of continuous spray or 20 half-second burst. Learn more and buy your unit at palmpepperspray.com. We bring this podcast support in the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every fire instructor in America that dedicates time and energy in making gun owners more knowledgeable. Today, we're joined by Steve Burnett from Handgun Drills and Bill Long from Gulf Coast Shooting. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you for coming on the podcast tonight. Thanks, Rob, for having us. Good evening. Thanks for having me. Well, before we jump into things, Steve, can you give us a little bit of your background and uh, what you do at Handgun Drills? Yeah, um, I my career is in medical devices, and um, uh, a few years ago, I decided to to carry and start practicing. And uh, one of the things I ran into was I really couldn't find drills to shoot very easily. And um, one thing led to another, and I decided just to put uh, a series of drill cards together, and it's kind of grown into a book. Um, it started out as live fire drill cards. Um, after a few years uh, and a lot of feedback from my customers, I realized nobody knew what the heck that meant. So we shifted that brand to handgundrills.com and are uh, providing essentially training aids in the form of drill cards that help people choose and shoot drills that their instructors have recommended or that are like those that their instructors have recommended so that they can, you know, advance their skills, whichever skills they're working on at the time. And so now we have a uh, 120 drills, and uh, you know, the book has been completely redone with um, a very robust filter on the website. You can find the drills with the exact attributes you want in seconds, and uh, and really, it's a it's a time saver. Um, most of the people we talked to over the over time uh, told us that you know the reason they don't practice more is time and ammo or time and money, and so we've really tried to um, address those in the form of make it easy and quick to find drills, and even find drills that don't require a lot of ammo. So that's kind of in a nutshell how it evolved and um, what what is currently being used for how it can be used by students and instructors. Great. Super. Well, Bill, can you tell us a little bit about what you do with uh, Gulf Coast uh, Shooter? 
Sure. I'm an NRA training counselor. I'm also a Masada U group instructor, and I certify lots of the instructors in Louisiana, Mississippi for concealed carry instruction or the Mississippi, the enhanced permitting instruction. I teach a lot of law enforcement courses. I teach a lot of advanced pistol courses, and I also teach rifle and shotgun. The venue is at an army base nearby where I live in the New Orleans metro area. And they treat me really well. And I have classes pretty close to every weekend. Very nice. Very nice. Well, one of the things that brings us uh, all three of us together tonight to talk about here is Steve's gone along and rebranded the live fire drill cars to handgun drills. And Bill, you got have gone along, really integrated these well into your classes. And I thought it'd be really good to go along and hear what you're doing and how instructors that are listening may might be able to go along and utilize this also in what in the classes they're putting together can you tell us a little bit about how you're doing that sure so i asked a loaded question immediately as particular for new instructor candidates that want to teach concealed carry what do you tell your students to do when their marksmanship skills need improvement after the class is over you're done with them what do they do now go to the range and shoot baloney they're going to go to the range, stand three feet from the target, use two hands, get a perfect score and say, I did great, and go there again six months or a year later. Humans need goals. Give the students some challenges and goals to shoot. Give them some of these drills. The NRA program has an NRA marksmanship program. That's great. It's not as challenging as a lot of the cards in the live fire drill book. Steve Burnett's done a great job putting all of these together. In each of my classes, at the end of a class for an instructor candidate, I like to shoot the Tom Gibbons casino drill. That proves to them that they need more skills than what they currently are leaving with at the end of the training. The state requirements in order to do concealed carry in Louisiana, Mississippi, or basic pistol, NRA basic pistol, period. That's not enough training for someone to conceal and carry a handgun. The drills help quite a lot. So... I have the books in the class. They can purchase the books from me. There are enough drills in here, depending on which class is being taught, for them to give to their students and challenge them. There are drills in here for leaving basic pistol just to increase marksmanship skills, as well as if they're in an advanced defensive pistol course, there are skills in here where they engage multiple targets. There are part times that are set. Um, There's even in one of the NRA courses, you turn 90 degrees or 180 degrees to face the target as you draw and shoot. There are those drills in the book. So it challenges the students, sets goals for the students, gives them something to really try and earn and work hard for. That's that's, uh, interesting for, um, I know you you were talking about the instructors, uh, you know, come and they, you give them a challenge with it. How does it work uh, for you when you do it for a student level class? So the majority of the classes that I teach are instructor classes. And the reason is I certify the instructors. If I were to start teaching the students, the poor instructors wouldn't have any business. I'm joking. Mm. <laughs> but I do, <laughs> I do teach some student classes during the year. Some of them are the in the advanced pistol classes leading up to instructor for, because there are no other instructors to teach it or uh, friends or uh, certain businesses will ask me from time to time to put on a concealed carry class for them or a pistol safety class for them or a uh, or, or I do lots of uh, RSO classes, range safety officers for sheriff's departments in Mississippi and Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Uh, but I do the same thing. I suggest that they go to this card or I'll purchase some of those cards from Steve. I bought a hundred of the casino drill cards from Steve just to give the instructor candidates. So when they leave, try this, draw from a holster, engage multiple targets, a new side alignment, side picture. You have to reacquire all of these things. And they realize, oh, well, the basic pistol doesn't quite cover it. I need to teach students better skills. Mm-hmm. How, how many, the, the, when you go along and teach the advanced, how, how many different classes can you get out of the handguns uh, drill book when it, when it goes along? Do you, do you teach it all in one class or do you break it up into multiple classes? If I were teaching lots of the drills in the handgun book, I, it would take me 50 years to get through them. So what's good about the book, what, what the intention is not to go through all of the drills. The intention is to use the drills or the skill set that's required for what we're trying to accomplish. So if it's basic marksmanship, that's one drill. If it's defensive pistol, that may be another drill. If part-times are needed for stress fire, that's still another drill or engage multiple targets and, and so on. Well, that's great. Yeah, can I add on to, to that? Uh, yeah, go right ahead, Steve. Bill and I talk a lot because he's, he's, he really reinforces um, a lot of the things that I, I try to do going forward. And, you know, the messaging of of what we're trying to do at handgundrills.com is one, you know, some basic principles we build the business on. One is you have to get a trainer. There's, you know, I, 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 I worked with a trainer and he told me first thing is 90% of his students had bad habits because they practice without, you know, understanding good technique from a trainer. See, he said he had to untrain them and then train them again. And um, so one of the things that um, the book is trying to do is, is just what Bill said, regardless of where you're at and what skills you want to work on right now versus next week, which might be different or a month might be different again, you have the ability very quickly to find a couple, three drills that will have those skills in it with some degree of difficulty with some other you know, skills matched up to it. And I want to, I want to quote uh, Dave Spalding uh, because he taught me this when I was in one of his classes and he, and he, his quote is he choose the drills to develop and reinforce your skills. There's no way to know what skill or series of skills chunked. I love that chunked together is needed to win the fight. Thus practice your skills and use drills merely as a training aid not the end result. So I asked him about it and he's like, well, think of them as the skills is like this big ball of 20 or 30 or 50 skills. And you go into combat and you, this chunk is the chunk that you need to win. And, uh, you know, so it it just kind of goes in that direction of, you know, trying to have something applicable for wherever you're at at any time. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good good way of putting it. And when you really think about it, when you review uh, self defense shootings, um, you really realize if you think about putting yourself in those shoes, you realize that targets are moving. Target, you've got to maybe engage multiple targets. Some of them are close. Some of them are far away. Some of them are clearly visible. Some of them aren't clearly visible. Some you got to move. And all those are just some of the skills that you might need in order to defend yourself. And that's, that's uh, one of those things where as Dave 
said chunking, you know, you've got to chunk, figure out what chunk you've got to pull upon and practicing those skills is extremely important. Hey, Steve, can you enlighten a little bit more uh, during your induction? You were talking about where instructors can go along and use your enhanced search feature on your website to find the drills exactly what they have. Yeah, we uh, we spent some time um, standardizing the drill cards. Uh, when I first started researching drills on the Internet and, you know, all kinds of places, uh, I'd ask instructors, every drill was written differently. Uh, the information presented completely differently. Sometimes it was complete. Sometimes it wasn't. So one of the things that um, we've done is we've put the information in the card so that every piece of information about that drill is in the same location on every card. So if you want to know how many rounds, how many targets, what target, you know, uh, distance, and, and, you know, if you need to change grips or whatever, stage by stage, and then, you know, all of that information is in that same exact format. Well, that led to um, kind of the development of what I call drill attributes. There are uh, basic attributes of the drills in the book that um, are, um, I, I guess, the easiest way to say it is whatever your goal is, uh, rounds or distance or accuracy or uh, grips and so forth, we consider those attributes. So we just call them those and there's nine attributes um, along those lines that you can search for. So if you say, hey, I wanna shoot under 20 yards, um, I, I can do an accuracy of 1.0, which is seven inch target at seven yards and so forth. And you just pick those on the filter and up come the, the cards that have that in it. So you've got 120 drills, 30 seconds later, you're looking at the drills that you're saying you want to shoot at the range and you can pick from that. So that, that's that been a, a kind of an evolving um, feature to help people pick uh, quickly and um, save a lot of time, uh, not wondering about, well, I want to go to the range, but like, Bill's, like Bill said, you just pick a target, you stand three feet back and shoot it, to me, part of that problem is not knowing or having an easy, quick way of choosing the correct drills. If it was super easy and quick, then more people, I think, would go to the range um, prepared to improve, you know, picking something that actually potentially helps them with that skill. What, so, what's, it, what's it cost to go to your website and select these drills? to download and, and such. Is there, is there a cost to it? No, the website's free, totally free. Um, we don't sell the drills per se. We sell the drill card because the card has the ability to keep your score. And that's part of the one of the features that we offer. Um, the book itself is created to be a complete concealed carry, um, complete book for keeping track of every activity, your, your shooting times, your um, progress, what you, what drills you've shot and, um, have a record so that if you ever need that record, you've, you've created it. Um, but the, we don't believe in selling drills. We didn't, we didn't, you know, uh, 
We don't charge for those. They're free to learn. If you go on the website on the store, um, you can read how to um, do any, you, you know, how to shoot any drill. And um, and you can use the filter to, to get to those drills that you may want to learn. So you are free to learn the drills. It's all right there. So if all you ever wanted to do is go on the website and learn a couple of drills, you don't ever have to buy anything. But if you do want to keep track and have something that's portable and convenient to write on what your results are to keep track, um, as, as Bill mentioned, you know, people need a challenge. But part of that is I've also found that if people improve, they get excited and then they seem to engage. Mm -hmm. If people don't improve or they don't know if they improved, um, they tend to fall out. So this is one of the features that um, we wanted to make sure people could learn drills. And if they wanted to go to that next level, then they can purchase whatever they they see would, would help them. Mm -hmm. I also see on your website that you also offer uh, people can purchase targets from you too. Yeah, we have um, a target set available and we have some of the larger targets um, available that are are used in the 120 drills so if there's targets used in the drills in the book you can buy them or you can buy the set of drills or set of targets however all of the small targets are free to download so the only targets we sell are the ones that really you can't download a you know 24 by 36 inch target so um, you can buy them from us or action targets or other places but we did it as convenience um, to allow a person to purchase the book and then they want to go shoot the drills. They they can go to the range knowing they have the right targets. Chances of the range having a wide selection of targets is actually pretty slim um, if you've gone to most ranges. Um, Do you offer by any chance uh, for purchasers of the old uh, uh, book an upgrade to the new book? I don't have any kind of upgrade. Okay. Um, it's just that we just decided to just upgrade the the you know format and and it, and actually it's it's quite a quite an improvement. Uh, we've simplified it uh, quite a bit as well in some areas, and uh, just made it even easier to use. So um, at this point, you know it's uh, 120 drills if you want and uh, targets if you'd like as well so mm -hmm. that's uh really great uh well bill let me ask you a question um out of the 120 drills that are in this book what are some of your favorite drills to help your students out mm -hmm. you know the, the casino drill obviously sounds like <laughs> it's uh it ranks up there pretty much what what are some of the other ones that you know tom Givens and Massad or other people um that you favor you find are useful John Farnham has some good drills. Um, I like working with his. I'm also one of his instructors too, by the way. But the uh, drill number 023, Langdon nine second standards drill, that's one of my favorites. The fast drill, there's quite a few. The dot torture is a really good one. Uh, one of the instructors that I work with in the area does dot torture and calling it earn a yard. If you get 100%, you earn a yard, step back. 
get 100% earn a yard. Oh, you missed. Now we go back and we do it again. It's an amazing good drill. So there are quite a lot of them in here that I like. And I'm also a certified coach. So I get students that come to me almost every week that want to increase their skills. And coaching is a one or two hour prospect. And I'll take the card and use what is based on their skill set. And as they increase that skill set, I have all of these cards to go to to continue to to uh, further their marksmanship and their their skills. So they work great for all of that. I have to say, though, I don't think in my lifetime I will get through all of these drills. <laughs> so you have lots of choices. That's that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this from a uh, instructor standpoint. We're talking about a product here that somebody can download off a website, a website where you can buy the book, everything else like that. Um, where do you think? Do you think people can just buy this book and go by themselves and do it all, or do you think uh, it really lends itself to having an instructor? help the student out with them. I think it requires the instructor to, to work with them to get the marksmanship, marksmanship skills up. So of the classes I teach, I keep some pretty good numbers of, uh, of what the instructors actually do. And I teach a lot of people. About 50% ever teach. In the class, the instructors that are interested in uh, assisting students to become better marksmen or better defensive pistol shooters and, or whatever the case may be, about 15% of those guys go to an additional class. Those 15%, somewhere close to 70% of them continue. So it's not a, a large number. The books I, I sell in the class to the students, thank you, Steve, very much. And um, probably I sell... 10, 15% of the instructors in the class will buy the book. And I'll always have one or two few weeks later who had spoken with the ones that did buy the book now want to buy the book. So it's not a large percentage, but all of the students that do best and all of the instructors that are well-known for doing the best services, they either have this book, they know about the book, or they are giving students goals. Like I said, humans are by nature lazy. I don't mean to be that as an offense, but you give them goals and, and they really want to get through that and impress their instructor or even learn more. So the book is amazing to that so, end. So great. in your opinion, it, it's the book doesn't allow somebody to ignore going to instructor. You really see it as a uh, money opportunity because they keep coming back to you for more coaching, for more instructing to really help them hone them, hone their, their craft um, under, under your watch. Why? Absolutely. I shoot really well. And it doesn't mean I shoot perfect. I'm a human, but I shoot well. So if I'm going to attend another class, another range master class, for example, with Tom Givens, I want to go to someone who can shoot as well or better than I can. I still go to the instructor, go through the drills and have that person watch me and show me and point things out and help me improve. To do that on your own without someone to help you is a little more difficult, quite a lot more difficult, actually. So I still go to someone to improve my skills. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good point because, uh, we can all get very uh, complacent, uh, thinking, okay, my draws as good as it can be. My, you know, shots are as good as I can be until somebody points out that you're doing unnecessary movement or you are, you know, jerking something, you know, just some involuntary type of thing. I get, I have to say every time I've taken a class, you've, you get some feedback and some of it helps you, you know, 20% faster or shoot better. Some of it's only one or 2%, but no matter what class I've gone to, it's always uh, 
it's always helped my shooting. Sure. So it's definitely sure. definitely worthwhile to go and find uh, a knowledgeable instructor who can who can help you for sure. I go to my friend Doug. Doug is a Glock master, and I'm going to a uh, Tom Gibbons range master, an advanced range master class. So before I went, I went to Doug to help me. And Doug said, "Yo, you change your grip every time you press the trigger." I do not, and I'm shooting shooting fast. I do not. I I do not change my grip. He shot a video and he showed it to me, and I was shocked. Now, how would I have known that had I not been with someone who was trying to help me? So, uh, to work with someone who is as good or better, or with an instructor, is is an absolute. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And, and Rob, can yes. I? Into that because Bill and I talked about this at the very beginning when we first met. Um, our our kind of goal for for the business is on the homepage. It's practice with a purpose. What you learn in training from where you are with the resources you have. So this product has always been conceived as a tool to be used with a trainer's supervision. And we say that on the website and we say that, you know, whenever we can message that we do not recommend you buy the book and just go to the range with the, with the expectation that you're going to train yourself. So uh, we we're really clear about that. This is a, a product that's a tool for trainers to help students Students can buy it because, I mean, there, there are, I mean, there are, let's just face it, there's times when you just want to go to the range and practice things you learned a, a week ago or a month ago. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's the idea. Um, but, you know, some people have multiple trainers, um, you know, that gives them something to kind of continue, you know, like like Bill said, what do they do when they go home, practice? Um, but it needs to be, you're just not going to learn proper technique without a trainer. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't believe you can. So you mentioned technique, Steve, and that's not part of what's in this book. Right. These are shooting drills. Yeah. The technique that I teach the Masada U group training, that's technique, yeah. not tactical. It doesn't matter what the drill is. Let's no. teach technique gets you to become a better marksman then you move on to another skill set yeah i just want to be clear about that because i'm very passionate about the the fact that this is a a tool to be used with trainer you know with training and, and with trainers along the same line steve i'll ask you this question uh if a instructor is interested in purchasing uh these books for his class what do they do and what kind of program do you have for instructors you know doing bulk purchases um what we have right now is if they want to just kind of get started they could buy a couple books there's a um a 15 discount on the website built into 200 purchases so if you wanted to you know a lot of trainers they want to try it out which is reasonable and um and give it a you know give it a go and then basically they just need to send me an email and then i'll discuss wholesale uh opportunities that um you know we have wholesale pricing and then they can retail price it uh for their students and either individual cards or books and cards or whatever they want um is available 
to match up exactly what curriculums you know they're dealing with or offering. I mean, does this book uh, lend itself well for both iron sites and red dot sites? The drills. I'll answer that one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, well, um, I shoot red dot, so <laughs> so yeah. I'm okay. I'm actually twice as accurate. So, uh, but I'm 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 67. So uh, there's a reason to go to red dot in my case. <laughs> yeah. I've I've got uh aging eyes as they go along say and yeah. uh yeah that's one one of my problems why I've gone to red dot. Yep. Uh f- for sure on that. Um Yeah, this is a very very cool kind of uh, uh book to be able to uh to use and use it effectively. Here's one other question. Uh I know we've been talking about going to the range and shooting have either of you used these drills from uh, from the laser fire, like a cert pistol or something along those lines, to simulate in a non-firing range uh, area to see how well they work? I, yeah, I, I do regularly. Um, I, I the one drill, draw to first shot. I mean, that I I practice that with my cert pistol all the time. Um, it doesn't, you know, obviously a cert pistol doesn't have the recoil. So there's a limit to how real or how transfer how transferable the reality of the cert can be to a real gun, right? Um, so I would say that you can. There are many drills that you can use uh, dry fire to shoot, but there's also a limit to how effective the dry fire practice will be for certain skills. So that's for me. Now, Bill, mm-hmm. what? What would your point of view as a as an instructor be uh, for that question? So I absolutely do do dry practice, and I do do some of the drills with dry fire. I'll do it with red dot. My preference, though, is iron sights. I shoot a Glock 17. I can acquire the target a lot quicker with the iron sights when I do. The FBI drill, for example, uh, one and a half seconds to for one or two shots to the head. I can't get the dot that quick. I like the red dot. If it's not stress fire or there's enough time permitted, I'll use a red dot, but my preference is iron sights. I also use the uh, uh, dry fire mag in my Glock 17, sitting in my den and press the trigger over and over and over and over to uh, get the feel. And th- those work well. And then to do that with the drill, it's amazing. And it, now you get the recall when you're at the range with live fire, but still you have the trigger press down. You got the side mm-hmm. acquisition down, side alignment, sight picture, uh, reacquisition of a new target. All that stuff can be done without live fire. Then when you get to live fire, you have at least 80% of it down. And, mm-hmm. and the, the cards are just amazing. And I got to get, I got to say one more thing about these. I have never found anything anywhere close to what Steve has provided to the community with these drop with these uh, uh, drop the practice cards, the drill cards. I downloaded a lot of targets off the internet and I dug around forever trying to find something like this and I came across Steve. I've never found anything since. It is absolutely essential for instructors to have something like this to work with their students and increase their skill sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think to add on what you were talking about, Bill, I could 
very easily see to where instructors that are in large metropolitan areas where they don't necessarily have uh, a range nearby that they could use this to do classes to get people uh, understanding how to properly shoot a gun, how to do some of the drills. And then, you know, that afternoon or something along those lines, actually getting them to go to the range and practice. You know, there's a lot of uh, dry fire software, computer type of programs. LASR is one that uh, comes to mind Mm -hmm. that would, um, you know, allow them to do it, would score them appropriately. And then they could get the confidence to actually go out on the range and, you know, put 50 rounds down range, which, uh, you know, today's prices aren't too terrible, but you know, we've all seen it in the last couple of years. All it takes is one thing to go sideways, and all of a sudden we're paying, you know, a dollar a round for our ammunition again. And that, could, that can get painful uh, shooting. Sure. And I have quite a few cert pistols. I love the cert pistols. I think that, that they're amazing. That will tremendously help people. They're also really good for training to see where the, uh, uh, the, the student takes up the slack and gets to that wall and then begins mm-hmm. to apply pressure to the trigger. If you have the, the cert pistols with the two lasers, that they work really well. Mm. Yeah, uh, Bill, you're mentioning the sight picture on the red dot. So to your point, I had to develop a brand new skill and I still am about acquisition of the target with a red dot. That is slower and I've had to work on that. So I my cert um, is a Glock night a spare Glock 19 with another red dot. <laughs> And so I, I dry fire because I was like, this is, I, I have to dry fire a red dot, you know, in order to get that sight picture. So I am still working on it. I think it's a, a significant new skill you have to work on when you go to red dot, but there's other advantages of red dot, but that's not one of them. You can shoot more accurately, but draw the first shot. It's not as fast. So Steve, and, I'll bet you on that. I'll I'll take you the range I mean, sometime. We can uh, we can uh, we can see it because yeah. no, no, you can yeah. teach me how to speed <laughs> up. I'll take that. I'll take that any day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a struggle for me to. Yeah. I've I've gone I've gone through that, and I can say mm-hmm. I'm actually just as fast, if not faster, with the red dot, and I'm a lot more accurate because I know exactly exactly where where the round's going to go, and I'm not guessing a, like you do with a iron sight. So. Yeah, so you've you've kind of hit that, conquered that mountain a little bit. So yeah, I've, I've been shooting red dot five, six years. So yeah, yeah, I've, I've, been, I've, I've got some time behind the trigger. Yeah. So I don't know. Is there any words of wisdom, Bill? <laughs> I I so, came backwards. I know that the red dot gives me distance not sight acquisition so much. I can, I'm still faster with the iron sights. The other thing that I have a concern about is if someone has a red dot and doesn't have co-witness sights on there and the red dot goes out, or I shoot only a red dot and that's all I'm used to. And now I have to uh, go to iron sights as a result of something that occurred. So I like practicing a lot with the iron sights, stick with that. I think the red, the red dot is a plus. So I can practice with iron sights. If I can get the sight acquisition as quick with the red dot, I'm still going to shoot iron sights. And then one day I have to increase the distance. I'll go to the red dot. I I go along even a perfect example. I like to take advantage of the improvements in in, uh, firearms, but I still encourage my instructors that I teach to know and understand how a revolver works because there are those people that revolver is better for them. 
than a semi-automatic and you know double actions better than you know a you know striker fire and, and knowing all the different types is just like the difference between having you know something with iron sights versus red dot versus co-witness you've got to get time behind the trigger to know and understand how to properly run that mm-hmm. oh a few weeks ago I, I was on the sheriff's office and we were all revolvers i was i worked there in the 70s and 80s and i went to my first ever revolver training class with Tom Givens in Memphis a few weeks ago. And I thought I knew a lot. Uh, No one will ever say they know everything. I learned so much in that class. And that was the one single one most fun and enjoyable and learning class that I ever had with Tom Givens. So I agree with you. You do need to know about a revolver. Um, It was sad to see, though, that the, the average age in there was above 60 in the revolver class. I I, uh, I hunt with with uh, a revolver uh, when when I go deer hunting, and there's many people that just they've never seen a gun like that before, or ever thought that you could take it on hunting, and they see it, and then they kind of understand it, and that's where you've got to know which know how your tool operates and use it appropriately for it, and that's whether you're hunting with it or whether you're shooting with it or carrying concealed, you've got to know how that how that's going to operate under all kinds of conditions. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, well, gentlemen, very interesting tonight uh, talking about this, and uh, appreciate your time. But I got one last question for you. Can you? We'll start with you, Steve. Can you name a uh, event or place that you think two A people should visit for greater appreciation of uh, all their freedoms here in America? Yes. Yeah, so I I would say uh, maybe I, I hope this isn't like too obvious, but um, I, I went to the NRA show in Indianapolis a few years ago um, and they had, um, you know, it, it's really all about the Second Amendment. And uh, they had a, a pretty extensive gun collection on display, which is very interesting. But I, I think that that type of event for me, um, you know, if it's USCCA or NRA or concealed carry uh, event, um, it, as long as those are still alive and well, I feel like, you know, there's a, a fantastic uh, number of American patriots that are still fighting for our freedoms. And uh, it, you know, really, um, for me personally, helps kind of offset the the news and, you know, other sources of information that you get if you want it or not. So that that was really, I think, uh, uh, my first one. It was, it, it was a big event, it, kind of a wow factor. Yeah, the, the NRA annual meeting convention is yeah. uh, kind of wow. And I do have to say one thing, no matter what you hear in the media about the NRA, go to the NRA annual meeting and take a look to see the cross-section of America. You will see all kinds of different people there, all kinds of different interests in it. But there's only there's one thing that binds them all together, and that is the Second Amendment. And I, the first one I went to, I can say I was utterly amazed. Uh, it was you know, probably over ten years ago, and uh, Gunny for Glock was sign, signing autographs, and I saw a lady with a double wide stroller with uh, two kids in it come up to this line and i'd been a lot of places where people wouldn't want to go along and give an inch because you know they've just got to go around the other way i mean you know there was other ways around 
and people got out of her way no problem at all and she walked through without a problem at all and it really gets you to understand how good people are as a whole for it um seeing people driving around with the battery operated scooters um you know uh handicapped scooters and nobody has problems getting around there's no you know there's there's a lot of very sincere people that are there and just to be you know nice and polite and if you go there and just notice how how different it is from being anywhere else in america any other kind of large gathering to where you know people uh, handicapped people or people that are in wheelchairs uh people pushing strollers they really got a hard time trying to make their way through the crowd that kind of summarizes it in my mind for bill what would you suggest for people to go to and see so i was a boy scout growing up and every year we made trips to civil war parks and there's a tremendous amount of information we learned from those. And I live in New Orleans, so I'm not that far from Vicksburg. I go there often. And every time I go, I find something new. And if you, you, you think about it, look at the firearms that were used, the weapons that were used, and how what, su- such huge improvements that occurred all through the Civil War. And it was a Union general after the Civil War that formed the NRA in order to see that Americans could maintain arms and have good marksmanship skills to protect the homeland. There's just a lot of information, Vicksburg, Shenandoah, Talladega. I go to all of those parks. And, of course, there's civil wars, but uh, the information that's there about our Second Amendment, the firearms that were used, and how this grew to be where we are today is just uh, a wealth of information. I love to go to the Civil War parks. And the quote, quote that I uh, tell people about all the time, those that are do not know history are doomed to repeat it. And, uh, you know, the Civil War is one of those things that we don't realize um, where we are and what we've been through in the past, then uh, we would be doomed to repeat that all over again. And that's one of those things where I don't think anybody really would want to see another Civil War, at least in America. No. So, great. Well, Bill, we'll start with you this time. Where can people find more information about uh, Bill Long and the classes that you're teaching? Uh, golfcoastshooters.com is the website. There's information there. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, my site. My courses are posted at the Masada U Group website. They're posted at the NRA website, and they're posted on my website, golfcoastshooters.com. Good, great. And Steve, where can people find more out about your handgun drill book? Well, if you want a handgun drill, go to handgundrills.com. So we made it as easy to remember as possible. Uh, from there, it's uh, pretty pretty easy to get to uh, looking at the drills, um, using the filter and so forth. But I also want to say that for all of the uh, drills um, we have, there's a section in there where we highlight the websites of the trainers that uh, who have drills in our in our book. So Bill's in there, um, and you know if you need to find someone uh, in your area. Uh, there may be, they may be in your state. May uh, you may have to make a trip, but um, we are uh, always giving credit and always honoring the trainers that have uh, produced these awesome, you know, tools for us to to get better. Yeah, and I've got to say, we've got many of the people on your list here are actually been guests on the podcast before. Um, Carl Wren, Shane Cardwell, Mike Seeklander, Dave Spalding, Jacob Paulson, Riley Bowman. Tom Gibbons, um, yep. all those guys have been on uh, previously. So, and Wayne Dobbs and Daryl Balky. 
both those guys. So we've probably got over half the people there. I've been on the podcast. So that's a great, great endorsement. I think for the, what you've got there. Great endorsement. Yeah. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, again, thank you for your time and thanks for sharing your expertise with our audience. Thank you, Rob. Thank you very much. Thanks for the uh, event this evening. That's a wrap for this episode. I hope you uh, got some good information from uh, Steve and Bill as we uh, talked about how they use the handgun drills in their classes. Do you have any ideas for podcasts? You know, I ask us uh, at the end of every podcast, but they really do make a difference when uh, listeners go along and suggest uh, some of them. We'll be having a few of those coming up in the uh, next couple of weeks. I uh, also want to go along and um, remind you, email me if you got questions or suggestions at ftp at com. Also, check out the Guardian Conference on September 15th through the 17th out in Oklahoma City. be a great event. Great time to learn some skills from uh, nationally renowned instructors, as well as opportunity to network. Um, great opportunity for that and for instructors. You know, learn who some of these other instructors are, pick up some additional skills, um, and sit back and be a student for once. Feel free to go to our Facebook page or on our website, FirearmTrainerPodcast.com, to leave us comments about episodes. Visit our sponsors, especially the Farm Trainers Association at ftaprotect.com and check out their instructor insurance. Remember, you establish your business as your first step. Your next step should be getting insurance coverage with FTA. Remember, use promo code FTP10 for 10% off for the best price in the industry. We bring this podcast support in the industry in the Second Amendment. And most importantly, every firearm instructor in America dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. Stay safe, everyone. Concealed Carry Inc. and ConcealedCarry.com strives to share helpful information and education about gun-related topics, training tips, and other things that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. The information contained in this podcast is intended in good faith, but it is important to understand that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand laws that apply to them. Nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued as legal advice or counsel.